Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally <laughs> subscribed to when I park was high. Box. Yeah, park yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of the yours. average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. was soothing all we are is dust in the wind it's actually pretty fitting how so we are dust in the wind <laughs> of ourselves today <laughs> how oh because we're unemployed yeah we're dead to the world dead to society <laughs> dead to my parents your parents said that you were dead to them i'm dead to rights <laughs> What does that mean? Dead on arrival. <laughs> DOA. Death becomes me. That was uh, their band or a duo named D. Jamulja or Jamulja. Oh, what a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, how does anybody find them? Yeah, it's tough. It's D apostrophe J A M O U L J A H. That's in. Change your name. <laughs> I love I'm the sorry. song. <laughs> That's insane. You you can you should I stop being creative when you come up with your name. I st I stopped 
I don't even know I had to say it now. Yeah. Ujamulja? It's over. And the plain white tees have the perfect name. Because it's, the strokes. Yeah. Jack White. <laughs> That's the perfect name. Drake. Can I recommend just their first names? Like if it's like Adam and Sarah. That would be a good name. Adam and Sarah sounds really nice. Well, what about like another uh, an, another name that's not just that plain? Oh, you know ordinary. what? I have um I have have a good band name for a while now, and I'll give it to these guys. Okay, Hot Hands. Say something. <laughs> I'm giving up on you. Hot Hands is a great name. Yeah, it's easy to say, and it's like a fun game, and it sounds kind of sexy. Oh yeah, Hot Hands. So uh, Jamulja. You're welcome. <laughs> formerly, the artist formerly known as Jamulja. Yeah, now Hot Hands. Uh, thanks for writing that song and performing it and, and recording it and sending it to us. Definitely. I appreciate it. I'm yeah. sorry I made fun of your name so bad. But it just happens to be not a good name. I, this is constructive like, criticism. We'll tell you like it is. Yeah. We really will. We're the Randy Jacksons of podcasts. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you straight, dog. Yeah. Randy Jackson. <laughs> Uh, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Uh, we're done with our web series. This is now our job full time. Wow. Yeah. And we'll be doing it for an hour today. Yeah. And then we can just sort of chill. <laughs> Yikes. We've earned it. I guess. We've done We've done eight years of episodes and now that's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. Wow. So any ideas you got? Any funny jokes that you think of? Throw them away. There's me? no there's no outlet for it. Are you it. talking to me now? I'm talking to myself in a mirror. <laughs> uh, no, this isn't the end, you guys. That's crazy. We're still going to make stuff. We still live together. Think of it as the, uh, the first... You like a musical artist. And after you listen to their album, their first album, are you like, all right, they're done now. They're dead. No. They then make a second album. And it's usually not as good as the first exactly. album. Exactly. And, and then I they want... make another album, yeah. and it's usually even worse than the second yeah, album. Yeah, they're like, what happened here? They totally changed what I yeah. loved about the first album. And then they break up for a while. Yeah. Then oh. they do a reunion tour Where they play with all their the greatest shit. hits. So, yeah. so our next web series will be not as good as the first. Mm-hmm. The third then, one will just be like a, a two-hour dramatic movie. Some kind of weird experimental shit that yeah. everyone will reject. Yeah. And then uh, we'll just go on tour as 43-year-olds who do, like, uh, Jake and Amir stuff again. Perfect. So you guys have all that to look forward to. And thankfully, uh, you guys are still listening to this, so there's still still content being made. Update on the podcast front, we left our podcast network, too. Wow, we're quitting everything. Yeah, we, we left College Humor and Podcast One at the same, basically the same week. We also left our house that week. Oh, wow. So we became unemployed. We joined a different, or we left our podcast network, and we uh, changed houses all in the same, like, four days. Would you say the, these are upgrades or downgrades? All of them are down. Way, way, way down. Way, way down, down, I feel, feel stressed. Oh, oh nice. yeah, Sorry. stressed is better. Or what do you think about this for a parody song I thought of? I sang it the other day. This is perfect for my Weird Al cover band that I'm now joining because I don't have a job. All right. I'm way underdressed. Oh, so it's like Weird Al walking around, or sorry, me <laughs> right. walking around, and I'm like at a black tie gala. And right. I'm wearing like I'm dressed like a rapper, so a baggy tee and some 
jeans with black boots. <laughs> I yeah. I'm way underdressed. What are all the verses? Uh, <laughs> well, how does the real one go? Look at my life, man. That's lessons on, on lessons, lessons on lessons. lessons. Yeah. Uh, so what, lo- what rhymes with lessons? <laughs> uh, I guess like you spill a lot of uh, <laughs> different uh, salad dressings and and stuff on your tie, oh, yeah. on your shirt. So look like, at my tie, man. That's dressings, dressings on dressings on dressings. On dressings. This is great. <laughs> I'm so glad we don't have to make internet videos anymore. We can focus on the real shit. Right. So we're already describing our second worst project. Yeah. I'm way underdressed. Uh, so what does it mean to leave podcast one? Uh, if you're listening to the show, I don't think it should change anything. Unless you were listening specifically on a podcast one app or the podcast one site. We're now hosting all of our uh, episodes on Spreaker.com. Thank you to Spreaker.com for housing us, taking us in when we were uh, people without a, an, an island, when a we nation. Were homeless. Yeah, we were distressed people. And Spreaker.com, which is like speaker but with an R. We were refugees uh, of ourselves. Said, you guys should check us out. We'll upload all your episodes automatically. We have a cool back end. Uh, and I've been using them, and they're great. Very clean, very like a modernized way to host sound files. So whether you're a podcaster yourself looking for a host or a musician looking for a place to put your music, uh, Spreaker.com is great for us so far. Cool. Highly recommend. Uh, And they also have an app, an Android app and an iPhone app. You can listen to the episodes on there. Or we have a Spreaker page. But if if you're listening with like how you usually do, which is like a podcast app on your phone or through iTunes, nothing should have changed. We're on our website. Yeah, or, or you can always find the episodes on if I were you show.com. Uh, so if you just keep listening, that would be helpful. That would be good for us. Especially because so now we have to sell our own ads again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we have to like, it's no longer like on somebody else to make sure shit performs. It's like we have to go out and actively find advertisers right. and show them that our fans listen to the show. So I guess in the, the coming, in the coming months when we ask you to buy things, really, yeah. <laughs> really try to do it. Just really focus on that. At the very least, visiting the website is a, is a great start. You know what else is a great start? Subscribing to our show on iTunes. That's incredibly helpful. Oh, okay. A lot of our podcast fans don't necessarily listen to other podcasts. So they like just listen to it streaming on their computer. And our iTunes rank is not as high as our uh, viewership reflects. Interesting. So if you're near a computer, it would really be helpful if you uh, go to the iTunes store and click on the subscribe button on our podcast because that really helps our rank and it shows advertisers that we're as legit as we are. And that'll be very helpful as well. And like (laughs) leaving a review and stuff like that. We're really begging for it. Yeah. Well, we never actually mentioned it before, but now it's actually crucial because we're the ones responsible for it. Uh, So reviews and subscriptions help a lot. If you did want to go that extra mile. Desperate much, Blumenfeld? I need need health insurance. (laughs) Oh, I actually, yeah, I need that too. Yeah, so every little bit helps. Uh, All right, so how does this show work? People are in difficult places in their lives. Much like us. Yeah, and they're in need of advice. And they'll email us to ifireyoushow at gmail.com. And then we read these emails and try to advise these people. Sometimes it's just us, and today that's the case, too. (laughs) Uh, Well, Kobe's always here. Yeah, (laughs) he just hasn't said anything yet. Ugh. Uh, All right, do you have a name for a... uh, Let's see if this is a guy or a girl. Ooh, this is a girl. 
a female name. These are real emails from real people. We're going to give them fake names to preserve their anonymity. Right. Uh, how about uh, names like uh, Desica or Famantha? Oh, so, so it's, it's like, like traditional names that you sort of... Tweak a little bit. Okay. Um, Rashly. <laughs> you added an R. You didn't just change the A. But I do like Rashly. Thank you. Did you Rashly come up with it? <laughs> uh, yes. All right, here we go. Ready? Big fan of the show and the podcast. I'm coming to you, Roaches, for some legit advice. I'm a young girl, and my friend is the same age. He regularly reblogs pictures of girls' butts and tits and whatnot on his Tumblr. I had recently taken a more-than-tope picture of my own ass, in underwear if it matters, and after several filters and cropping it, thought it looked quite decent. I wanted to get his opinion before I sent it to this guy I have a thing with. Obviously, this was a dumb choice looking back, but I genuinely, but I genuinely wanted to see if he could tell it was me. Well... He's a teenage boy, so of course his natural response was to want me send me some of his own nudes. Being the gentleman he is, he asked if, he, if I would critique his junk. I immediately rejected that, but he kept insisting that I give him advice on his nudes, whatever the hell that means. I then got a Snapchat notification, and not believing that he really did it, I opened it. I was face-to-face -face with his kid's wormy dick. I have absolutely no idea what to do now because the icing on this turd cake is that he has a girlfriend. I know I have to tell her all this shit he's been messaging me about wanting to fuck and now this Snapchat, but I don't know how to approach it. I want to make it anonymous, but how? If I show her the messages, she might show it to him and then our friendship is ruined. He keeps saying he wants to break up with her, so should I just wait a bit? Any advice is much needed from you coy divas. Thanks a lot. Love. Rashly. Rashly. Don't mm. do anything rashly. Yeah, nice. So, what do you think she should do? Well, she sent this guy a picture of her butt. So she can't exactly tell on him, right? Right, because she's a little bit... She's involved in the illicit behavior. Whether she wanted to or not, she sort of started it. Right, she shouldn't have sent him a picture, like... That's a flirtatious move, I fear. Right. So what can she do now? Do you tell... I don't should think she you tell? have to tell. I don't she think, tattle? I don't think it's necessarily her... Like, why does she want to tattle? Why does she want to tell? Because this she's guy... Friends with, she, but she's not friends with the girl. She's friends with the guy. Uh, Yeah, she's friends with the guy. She doesn't even know the girl. It seems like the allegiance should be with her friend, right? Well, it seems like there should just be no allegiance. Like, you aren't some kind of vigilante superhero that gets to, like, break up their relationship. That's... I recognize that his behavior is bad, but yeah. you were also, she was involved in it. And then, uh, how, she, how would she possibly do it anonymously? It's like, oh, I got this picture of a dick that you sent to Rashly, but I got it anonymously, yeah. so you can't get mad at Rashly. I guess the thing to do is if you, she says she's friends with this guy, like to the point where she doesn't want to mess up their friendship, so she should tell this guy that he should break up, just advise, talk to him instead of the girlfriend. I feel like the advice should always be like, don't tell the person who's going to angrily dump somebody. And like, you would advise the person, the cheaty, to... <laughs> Not uh, the cheater. Uh, oh, wait, yeah. Wait, the cheater is the person that did the cheating. Yeah. So you advise the cheater, not the cheaty. So you tell the cheater, 
what you've done uh-huh. is bad. Yeah. Think about it. And now, what do you think is the best course of action? And they, they are the ones that should break up. Uh, Not, so you don't go behind this guy's back and say to this girl, hey, this guy sent me photos. Yeah, because that causes a war. And there doesn't need to be a war. There just needs to be a calm discussion. There needs to be, there needs to be a breakup. But then, like, maybe the person, uh, there shouldn't be some, I don't know. It seems weird to, to light the fire of an explosive and walk away. Right. Is this cheating? Sending someone a DP? I don't think so. This is n- less than cheating. Yes, definitely. So, But if he's saying, like, I want to fuck you and stuff like that, and I want to break up with the girlfriend, then he should... I don't think that the dick pic alone is, like, too much. But I think that that combined with them talking about fucking and him saying that he wants to break up with this girl, I mean, that they should break up. But is there, like, maybe there's a... <coughs> maybe there's a woman code. Like, oh, this guy tried to cheat on his girl with me i'm a girl i gotta let this other girl know like we're girls in this together we got to alert girls of other terrible guys i guess i understand that but then at that point why don't you just tell the guy like i'm gonna tell your girlfriend that you that you tried to cheat on her unless you do (laughs) that seems weird i don't know i don't like that either well that's pretty good it's like if you don't tell her i will but then it's like blackmail i feel like somebody gets murdered (laughs) (laughs) someone has to get murdered for that this is a real, real tough one, I would say. Because then she also sent her the butt picture. So yeah. it's like, I sent your boy... You won't believe this girl, too. I sent your boyfriend uh, a picture of my ass just to, you know, see if he, he would liked think it. it was my ass. <laughs> and he sent me a picture of his dick back. Can you believe that ass? Yeah. She would get mad at you for sending the butt pic. Right. I don't think this guy... I don't think his transgressions were so deplorable that you need to tell his girlfriend but i think i think that she was involved in this situation and if she's not ready to take the same heat like she's trying to do this anonymously it's entrapment yeah (laughs) another illegal thing so you would say talk to the dude or not even or my advice is to remove yourself from this situation yeah like it's not i don't think anything so bad happened that she needs to like uh be a whistleblower but I like if anything, if you really feel like you, it's your moral obligation to be involved. Talk to the guy, like advise him in a in a warm way if you can to like get out of this relationship that he's not uh, that he's not invested in that he's not treating fairly. Right, her allegiance should be with the dude because that's her friend. If she was friends with the girl and the guy sent him her a dick pic, you think she should say? Tell her friend. Yeah, I guess that if if she was friends with the girl and this dude sent her a dick pic she didn't want, I could see her saying something to the girl. But then, I mean, not necessarily if she sent the ass pic, because then you're having to tell your friend that you sent the ass your boyfriend a picture of your butt. Oh, that's why you're saying it's entrapment. She like she like got him riled up and horny. <laughs> yeah, she put some horny yeah. juice. He's on not him. accountable for what happened. You don't realize my ass was an aphrodisiac. I would never. I mean, also sending a dick pic is just not something that would like turn me on. As a girl or a guy? A guy. I would, like he's like, I please let me send you a picture of my dick. That's so intense. But I think he wanted to like escalate it. Like I'm gonna. You send me a picture of your butt. I'll send you a picture of my D. And then maybe you send me more photos back. Right. He was hoping for more back. Why did she send him a picture of her butt? She said she wanted to 
see if he knew that it was him or if he knew that it was her. Do you think that's actually how naive she was about it? I don't know. She wrote the email to, like, it seems like if she was not naive, she would tell us in the email. Right, she like, does seem very, very naive. But she was like, ooh, oops, I, I, I guess I shouldn't have done that because then he, I think he took that the wrong way. Right. Mm. But I also don't want to blame her for getting a DP, a dick pic. Right, because she, I mean, she, well, she also didn't specifically say um, the rest of their conversation. Like, he said, can I send you a, di- a dick pic? And she said no. And then he said... And then he like pressed further, like, please let me. And then she didn't say what she said back. And then he sent her a Snapchat. You know, she's almost like a, a female John Wolf. This is kind <laughs> of like Jan Wolf. Jan. Yeah, Jan Wolf actually sends uh, butt pictures to uh, guys in relationships. And for the few that respond with dick pictures, she then turns around and tells her girl, their girlfriends about it. Wow. So that's a classic. John and Jan Wolf, the brother sister duo. <laughs> They're also married. <laughs> they don't care about rules or laws. So if I were you, what would you do? Not do anything about it. Remove myself from the situation. Just go away. There's no need happened. for her to be it. Like, why does anybody want to be in the middle of another couple's breakup? <laughs> yeah, breakups are the worst part of relationships. Yeah. You don't want to be have that on your conscience and then not even be in a relationship. You're I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the equivalent. She's like in a, she's in a smoking house. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'll find the fire. (laughs) You don't need to. You're not a firefighter. Just get out of the house. She also brought brought matches to this house. Yeah. She's like wandering around looking for the fire with a can of gasoline. (laughs) Like like attached to a carabiner in her back pocket. (laughs) She's a dangling around a canteen. Can I be helpful here? (laughs) No. Go away. (laughs) Shoo. Shoo you. Uh, all right, that's it. Thank you, Jan Wolf, for writing in. <laughs> or no, what do we call her? Rashley. Um, all right, next question. We need a guy's name. Okay. Not a problem. It's easy, actually. All right, you do it. Nen. <laughs> like Ben. <laughs> Nenjamin. <laughs> Nen writes, I'm an 18-year-old college student from England, so I started to date this bitch from my school, and things have been going perfect. She's funny, but doesn't try to steal my friends, and rest assured, she's a goddamn 10 pence piece. The only problem is her dad. Ever since I turned 18, he keeps inviting me to go partying with him. This wouldn't usually be an issue because I like to party, and I don't mean to brag, but people usually think I'm pretty cool because I do weed and I like to rap. However, I want to impress this guy because I can't afford to end my stay in Boner Town. The only way I can think to do this is by showing him I'm not afraid of drugs and stuff and that I can bring home hot girls. Obviously, this isn't an option because of his daughter, right? I don't want to look like a complete pussy in front of him because I had to be taken home the last two times we partied together so he thinks I don't know how to drink. Should I do weed with her dad so he respects me or just ditch this bee and seize that fishy cheese elsewhere? Nen. <laughs> God, Nen sucks in so many ways. Uh, he's a cool partier. He does weed and likes to rap. He can't bring People home People think a... I'm cool because I do weed and I like to rap. <laughs> he can't bring home a chick to prove to her daughter's father that he's a pimp because of his daughter, right? Question yeah. mark. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Also, right. the last two times or they parted. can I? 
Also, the last two times they party, he had to be taken home. So the dad already thinks he's a pussy who can't drink. Right. So the only way to save this, because you're currently a lightweight, is to is do to, weed. Is to be a, a, light, a lightweight who cheats on his daughter and uh, <laughs> offers him illegal drugs and raps. You want to make yourself slightly better. That would be making yourself like ten times worse. Yeah. It's, partying with your girlfriend's dad is a weird situation. You don't want to get go down that rabbit hole. Whatever happened to the good old days where a guy would just take you hunting? <laughs> I would hunt with a with my girlfriend's old man. <laughs> right, you actually shot your girlfriend's old man in the leg. <laughs> I thought he was a bison. <laughs> you challenged him to a duel. <laughs> we both lost. Has that ever happened? A duel where both people just died? I bet. Probably, right? Because once you get shot, you don't just like... You can still shoot. Yeah. And that, I bet, I'm sure it happened a lot. That would be so sad. They challenge each other to a duel and they both just got shot in the head instantly. Both in the brain. <laughs> it has to be so identical. It's funny if you're watching like the one guy fall and you're like, yes! And then you turn and you're like, no, damn it! Turn to what? Oh, like, like if, you're the, if you're a spectator. Yeah, there are yeah. spectators at duels, right? Uh, I hope so. I thought you were saying, like, it'd be worse to be in that duel. You shot him. You're like, yes. And then you look down at the hole in your chest. And you're like, no. God damn it. Now I'm dead, too. This duel wasn't worth it. I actually heard that a lot of duels ended in draws because people would shoot at the sky. And that was, like, sort of, like, your way of bailing out. Oh, that'd be funny if one guy did that and the other one didn't. I think we had a deal. That happened, too. Or one guy just turns around and shoots his own head. Right, like a suicide walking, duel walking away has there ever been a oh, duel suicide guy... duel yeah they turn around and then they both shoot each other in the head interesting there's gotta be there must have been like some cowardly duels as they're like taking the paces some guy just turns around and shoots them <laughs> yeah why not <laughs> the stakes are so high yeah i would cheat at a duel like what's the worst that can happen you what survive well, I, you would probably get, I don't know, like the old vigilante laws, but I bet you would get hanged for yeah. that. How do you not, also, how do you not rush it? Like when you're in the duel, like, all right, but take five normal steps. Don't do it a little bit fast because then you'll kill me. <laughs> well, I think there must have been a, like a, um, a referee or something that's <laughs> yeah. like, one, <coughs> two, two, then three. turn it like, God, God. Wait, one, two, three, turn, or we turn on it's like the rock, ring. paper, scissors. Yeah, but you're best life. two out of three <laughs> with the duel. All right, so you shot me once. Let's uh, back to one. One, two. Oh, oh got me again. All right. <laughs> Fuck this. Is it too late to say best double to, or nothing? Best to five. Come on. <laughs> I'm begging you. <laughs> Coughing blood. Uh, so, should this guy be in a duel? I forgot how we got here. Well, I think it might, like, he's, I feel like he's wrong. He just feels lame. But the dad probably, he gets a kick out of, like, sending this kid home. He's like, oh, this 18-year-old can't handle his liquor. That's, like, why he wants to take you out. Right. Maybe he's trying to pretend, uh, try to be cool in front of you. Yeah. Because you're the youngster. And he, so, like, I think the only thing you can really do to get him to like you is not to, like, one-up him. No dad wants to be one-upped. You're down to just weed and rap. Yeah, you're not... You're two, you're two strong suits. You're too young to be equals, is what I... Like, just... Don't do weed, don't do rap, don't do the cheating on his... Uh, 
on his daughter. All your options are bad. Trying to get him to have an affair with uh, with a young girl. I want to prove to him that his daughter's dating a pimp, so I feel like I have to take down a chick. His major fear is that his daughter is dating a pimp. (laughs) He would love that his daughter is dating a lightweight who doesn't know how to drink. Right. You're doing it right accidentally so far. So just be respectful and nice. Continue to be sent home in a car because you can't handle your alcohol. I almost said be yourself, but definitely don't do that. Yeah, because the way you are isn't good. (laughs) Be better, you. Be a better you, starting today. Your stay in boner town is undeserved. Yeah, but as long as you're there, they won't kick you out unless you fuck. don't fuck up. So we highly recommend not fucking up. Um, ditch this, oh yeah, and don't ditch this B and seize that fishy cheese elsewhere either. Uh, <laughs> appreciate what you have. Um, all right, let's take a break. And a we'll breather. Be, yeah, and we'll be right back with more of this. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And And a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, f- you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, Mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, Mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's They have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through squarespace for example jake what can people purchase boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym 
Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Kind of a man, Axe Darkstone, and Big Tuna are the last three people that left us good reviews on our iTunes store. Oh, kind so, of a man is a pretty good uh, username. Yeah, it's like very self-deprecating. And what was the other one? Uh, Axe Darkstone. That's also really cool. Yeah, and then big underscore tuna, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, so if you do subscribe and leave The office us, reference. Yeah, which is good. At Helms. Shout out. Uh, if you do subscribe and leave a review, well, thank you. So thank you to the latest three who have done that. Um, how are you feeling? Now that you don't have to do any Jake and Amir stuff anymore. Mm. Fine, right? Yeah, it feels fine. Yeah, because we released an episode yesterday. Mm -hmm. The weird thing will be next Tuesday when we don't. I don't know if that will be weird either. Oh, how about the Tuesday after that? I don't know. The the third Tuesday from today? That's when it'll hit. Yeah, and then the fourth one I'll be back to fine. Doesn't it feel like it it ended a while ago? Because we already finished shooting a while ago. We finished shooting them. So yeah, it's it's been two months. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's already hit me. <laughs> it hit me that day, as right. that day that we wrapped. That was the that was the time where it hit you the most. I think that was where it hit me the most. And then also when we were editing the credits, right? It hit me a lot, like watching old outtakes and stuff. And I was just like thinking about the old offices, that, right? That was really neat. It was fun yesterday. We uh, were watching old videos on Periscope. Oh yeah, that was fun. Periscope. You guys should get into that, or at the very least, watch it when we do it. It's a live video stream. Yeah, remember when we used to live stream? Like, we would do, every time we had, like, a big announcement. Yeah, we would do, like, a U stream. And it was so, <clears throat> it was such, like, an intense project. We would, like, announce it the day of and promote it all day, and then right. we would start, and it wouldn't work. Yeah. It was really, really, and we'd just, like, be reading Twitter and refreshing. I don't know. It was always, like, f- freezing and breaking. Now... We There's, can we just like pull it up and launch it in a second. Mm-hmm. The tweets show up on the screen. Yeah, it's pretty convenient. It's really nice. And we tweet when we do it. So if you follow us on Twitter, that twitter.com slash Jake and Amir. And I think it saves it for a day. So you can watch it for the next day too. It was just us live streaming on our phone, watching old videos that I had completely forgotten about. Yeah, we were just like, uh, people were suggesting videos for us to watch. Yeah. And we'd watch them and give, kind of give commentary, but also just like laugh at jokes <laughs> that we forgot that we made. Or, or roll our eyes at jokes that we didn't like anymore. Yeah. Like set me, what was blow, blow, 
what was the one where I'm yelling? <laughs> I go into the room and I'm oh, yelling. Oh, blowing up. Blowing up. That was really funny. I that completely was funny forgot about too. that. You answer the phone. You're either, you're like, you never, like you never say hello. <laughs> you instantly start crying the first time. Then the second time you start screaming. And the third time you start yelling in a different language. A made up language. And you, every single time you end the phone call by saying, call, call me, me back. Call me back. <laughs> Why are you getting off the phone? <laughs> Why does he have to call you back? You're already talking to him. Also, when do you ever pick up the phone and the first thing you yell is, No! (laughs) (laughs) What could have been happening? It's almost like, hey, only call me if this awful thing is happening. Like if my if your parent doesn't make it through surgery, call me. Yeah. Everything else. If everything is fine, fine, don't call me. (laughs) A weird deal to make with the devil doctor. Uh, How are you feeling? Fine. Uh, we're going to Australia. Jesus Christ. Uh, no, it's fun. I didn't realize it was fun to read all the commentary about how, like, when the last episode was released, for some, for whatever reason, I thought it would be, like, met with the same amount of, like, feedback as any of our other final episodes or when we were saying we were going to end the show. But we got, like, a lot of tweets and Facebook messages and posts on our subreddit about how people who either watched back in the day and not anymore or watched now but not back in the day or all throughout the seven years were, like, personally affected eight by this years. thing eight years oh yeah almost exactly eight years it's crazy in april of 2007 was when we did the trust fall the quick characters one. Oh wow that is nuts uh so it's great to read all the feedback from uh people who have been watching us for eight long years uh i wanted like more celebrities to chime in actually <laughs> like there wasn't a lot of a lot of the people that's that, how you feel a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the people that like were like oh this is great uh, they ended up being yeah, help, norm, normals. Yeah, I would click on their Twitter account. And they would have like whatever the fuck, four hundred Twitter followers or something. It's not bad, but a lot. That's fine. But like a lot of like this, a lot. the the, the a lot I wanted like I don't know. Is this? It, it, I feel like this is shallow to say, but I wanted like a, a millionaire to say this is good. <laughs> <laughs> it is shallow to say. It's good that you feel like that. You should sometimes feel like that so much that you don't say it. I want. <laughs> I wanted rich. And like famous is to say like I wanted Elon Musk. I really to just wanted mention a, me. Elon Musk or Eli Manning to like chime in and be like every they changed right. or the Ellie game. Goulding. Yeah, just any. I feel like a lot of the times what people posted that were nice were from our friends. So like <laughs> yeah. it was like a favor of sorts. Not a favor. It's just a friend <laughs> being nice. You want you want attention from people who aren't your. Yeah, friends. I wanted. I want famous fans to chime in and be like, "Can you do me a favor? My this the balcony right here. Uh huh. Jump off. Go. Jump out. Jump off of it. What are you talking about? Just jump off of it. No way, dude. You I'll won't hurt die. Myself. Yeah. I'll break my ankles for That's sure. That's fine. Watch this. <laughs> I'm gonna do it and land on my side, asshole. <laughs> my legs are gonna be fine. I broke my hip and dislocated my shoulder. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> Just really confident, but sad at the same time. <laughs> you also cracked your head. It was like when we were—I was texting you the other day. We we're like, "Sorry, bitch. I apologize for oh, yeah. that, bitch." What was it? it? was like I was saying, "Bitch" at the end of the sentence a lot. Right, but I was. Oh, we rented your room out. Oh yeah. You're like, where do I park, bitch? <laughs> well, then I'm kind of fucked, bitch. I'm kind of up shit's creek without a paddle, bitch. And I was like, look at every text you've ever sent me. They all end with bitch. You're like, I'm sorry, bitch. I really apologize, bitch. 
looking back on it, I don't know how it happened this way, bitch. <laughs> I did not mean to offend, bitch. <laughs> I'm an asshole, bitch. <laughs> Uh, I feel so, so sorry, bitch. I don't know what I can do to make it up to you, bitch. Um, all right. <clears throat> Australia. Sydney is now an all-ages show. Fuck yeah, it is. How's that for progress? Uh, shows in Melbourne and Sydney almost sold out. Yeah, uh, now that they're all, now that Sydney's all-ages, that one's going to tip. The floodgates are open. Uh, get them while they're not. The, uh, all the locations and dates are on our website, ifireyoushow.com. Uh, we're going to Adelaide, Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne, not Melbourne, you dumb American asshole. It's <laughs> Melbourne. Melbourne. Melbourne, Sydney, Adelaide, Perth, Brisbane. Uh, we're going to five cities in five days in June. Is it Tick- six days? I think we have a day off. Oh, thank God. Do you know where it is? I think it's in between. <coughs> I think it's in Perth. We should go to the middle of Australia and see what's what. The dead middle. Well, we'll never come back. Yeah. I heard there's just... uh, The outback. Hundreds of square miles that haven't been touched by a human foot. It's crazy. Yeah. I bet there's like a a crazy snake there. Yeah. Yeah, It's like like 12 inches. (laughs) I swear there's a... A double garden snake. (laughs) Isn't it garter? Oh, really? Cool. (laughs) You just believe me. Uh, so yeah, hopefully we'll see you in Australia. Uh, all right. You want to answer one last question before we have to go? Yeah. We need, we desperately need actually another guy's name. Uh, Lom. Who? Lom. What's his full name? Tom. Lamas? (laughs) Lamas. Or Lominick. Oh, Uh, it's wonderful. I I did Lom because it was Ben and Thomas. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, very good. So I'm 23 years old, writes Lom, and have been dating my GF for more than five years. We're both legit seven cent pieces, and the relationship has been more or less great for five years. Minus the occasional minor squabble, we both seem to be pretty much in love. Toda, right? Well, not exactly. I've been out of town for about two months working for a company. Where I'm located is about two hours close to some pretty cute girls I studied abroad with in Europe back in college and have been hanging out and staying with them on the weekends because I don't have any other friends. My girlfriend knows about this and is totally cool with it, which is one of the many reasons I love her. The problem is that I've got some pretty legit chemistry with one of these particular cute study abroad girls, and that has made me unexplainably giggly and excited in the way that only new relationships can. I don't plan to... I don't plan to try anything physical and haven't even so much as masturbated to the thought of this new girl drowning in my cum. I have, however, happily fantasized about smaller, cuter things such as, you know, spending the day at the park alone, jamming to some chill tunes, etc. Are affairs of the heart equally as bad or even worse than affairs of the cock? Should I tell my GF... Or should I just quit being a pussy and shove it under the carpet? Keep in mind I'm leaving in a month, so I won't even have to see this new girl after that. Something about this whole situation feels wrong to me, but at the same time, I really like this new feeling, so I don't know. What do you guys think? I think this guy is so much nicer than the uh, than the weed, weed smoker rapper boy. Yeah, this guy wants to know if he should tell his girlfriend that he's been having uh, flirtatious thoughts about somebody they're really cute ones too which actually i think is very it is it would be very threatening to hear like baby i 
been fantasizing about having a picnic with this girl. Yeah. No, not that. It's almost worse. Definitely. Yeah. Because it's not even just a pure raw sexual thing. Uh, so for sure, you're too sweet and you're not going to do anything. So obviously don't tell your girlfriend, you moron. <laughs> you fool. You have to be more of an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this stuff comes up when you're in a relationship for a while, like, oh, you start to have crushes. The trick is, when do you crush the crush? Because you don't want to, like, some people get that crushy feeling and they like playing with fire. They're like, oh, let me talk to this right. girl a little more. Oh, I'm just, I'm just texting her. It's totally innocuous. But just the fact that you're texting her gives you little bursts of micro thrills. Mm-hmm. And then you get bored of that micro thrill and you want a little more. Like, oh, let me, like, send her a photo of me. That's completely innocuous and fine. Still legal. Still legal, still subtle, still glocal, still good. And then things start, that's how, it it seems like it escalates from there. Yeah, yeah, you just, you gotta be careful. You gotta cut it off before it gets Having a crush is very dangerous. But it's also sweet and it's harmless. And you don't need to share your, like, innocent crushes with your significant other i don't think yeah that's a danger i think you're allowed to have those those are like pure those that's like your pure form of fun do you think that's an indicator of a like something like when you're in the beginnings phases of a relationship you don't really get crushes on other people or i should say i speak for my own self like oh i have the crush on this person this is yeah i I am the same exact and then that excitement sort of begins to dissipate and you're like oh now there's this newer person a newer thing that's even more exciting because she represents something that i found even more recently and she likes the current version of me the most i only like things that are shiny yeah new unlike my black heart (laughs) my matte black heart Uh, matte cracked black heart but is that a is that an indication that your relationship is flawed in a way, or is that just going to happen? I think that's always going to happen. It, it, I don't know. I may, maybe there are some relationships that are like as I or it couldn't possibly that are as exciting as like the first two months. None, nothing is like that. Yeah. And actually, I heard there's like I'm going to butcher it because I'm a moron, but there's like actual science behind it. Where like when you meet somebody um, chemically, yeah, yeah, chemically your um oh fuck what is it called your i mean your endorphins are being re- released what you're happy serotonin yes serotonin Ser- like sarah it's like being released into your head you're like filled with it like the same chemicals that are released when you're on molly where you just yeah. feel like euphoric and happy and connected to everything and life is beautiful and you're singularly focused on one person and obviously that wears off but then there's another chemical that comes oh. into your brain, and it's called norepinephrine, or oh. norepinephrine, or something like that. Which is Tylenol. Which, <laughs> which is norepinephrine. <laughs> norepinephrine's epinephrine pen. And that's like uh, your attachment and loyalty and um, uh, dependence on something. So that starts so, to give you a different right. drug. So it's it's something that's like something that ensures a relationship lasts long because even though you're not getting the same serotonin dump that you are, um, you're still getting a oh, dopamine. That's oh. what it is. You're not like getting that rush of dopamine from somebody. You have like you've formed an attachment to them and you feel loyal to them. The question is: Is is your brain the kind of brain that prefers the? Nora Ephron Epiphany pen, right. or does it uh, prefer the doper? The Nora Ephron EpiPen. <laughs> the Nora Ephron EpiPen. Uh, or are you a dope, a me? Yeah. <laughs> or are you a dope and mean? A dope uh, like me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. 
The Chemistry of Cheating is an article I want someone else to write. Ideally, is a, a short documentary that I can watch on YouTube. Uh-huh. Yeah, if I can get... With cool motion graphics. Everything I want to learn should be a documentary. Like, I'm not going to read an eight-page article on Robert Durst. Not fair to me. But I'll fucking watch six episodes of The Jigs. You do the research, you edit it together, and I'll sit and look at it. And I'll steal it from my dad's HBO Go account, (laughs) and that's fair. (laughs) But I'm not going to sit and read words. That'll be a waste of my time, a waste of yours. So what should this guy do? Um... As long as you can not do anything inappropriate, because having small fantasies in your head are obviously not inappropriate. Uh, as long as you can not push it too far, there's nothing you need to tell your girlfriend right now. Right. And when you get back, maybe you even, even use some of that, uh, some of the blood that's rushing around in your body to inject it into your relationship. Like, you know what? I want to reconnect with you. Let's listen to some tunes. Let's go to the park. Or you can just fuck your girlfriend and think about this new girl. Yeah, that's another option. Yeah, that way you can come. Yeah, or if you really, if you feel like you'll never get this girl out of your head and you uh, want to break up with your girlfriend, then you should break up with your girlfriend and explore new stuff because that's allowed too. Yeah, and then when you get bored of this new girl, you can always go back to your girlfriend who should probably be waiting for you because you guys are no, probably she'll never take you her. back, but you know what? You could just go from uh, new thing to new thing to new thing. There will be always, always, always <laughs> something new and you will be lonely forever. Oh. You'll always be excited. <laughs> Uh, you won't have a family, but at the very least, you'll have a new girl every five to, I don't know, seven months. It's kind of like how we're dealing with living. We just Airbnb hop. Yep. We need an Airbnb, but for chicks. Wow, that's so sexy. a six-month sublet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's, this is me on a first date. <laughs> so, She's already in the bathroom crawling out the window. <laughs> Why does she have to escape? I would have let her leave at the front door. We're, this is only a bar. She wanted you to wait for her. <laughs> she, uh, all right. That's it. Thank you for listening uh, today and always. Yes. Gracias indeed. And, and thank toda. you. And thank you for all the, if you reached out to us about our web series ending, we appreciate that as well. We do appreciate that. Uh, we'll be back on Monday with more questions and answers. If you have your own uh, questions for yourself, uh, send it to if I were you show at gmail.com. Every episode of this podcast starts and ends with a new original theme song. Can you believe that? A new original theme song? The first one was written by, you know, Jamulja. Uh, and this last one was written by Cameron. We also need, we, we also, I should say, we appreciate the thumbnails that we're getting for our Facebook page. Every time we post about the podcast, it's good to use a new cool photo. And you guys are so talented. So keep sending those over as well. We'll be back on Monday with a special guest. Let's not give too much away, but uh, let's just say he's global. See you soon. If I were you and you and me, we'd live in perfect harmony. I'd be so nice to you because you and me. If I were you and you and me, we'd be together and seize the cheese and listen to the podcast show right now.